Hey, hey, welcome to What's Your I Can. Realize your I can in purpose, business, and family. Each week, we deliver the best kept secrets, strategies, and tips as a parent, purpose chaser, and entrepreneur. Now here's your host, Christy Angeli. All right, my book lovers and aspiring authors, don't I have a treat for you. You know how we do it. Get your favorite tea or beverage, call up your girlfriends, hit up your male friends, because we will be realizing our I can as an author when we don't see any success. We have an incredible show ahead, but first, let's get this mood right with some music by Beatmaster of Taylor Made Productions. We'll be right back.
I hope you guys enjoyed that beat from the one and only Beatmaster of Taylor Made Productions, who has been so gracious to provide all the wonderful music that you will be hearing on this show. That's not all. We are definitely growing. A huge thank you to Josh Myers of Voice Over Master on YouTube and joshmeyervo.com. I am your host, Christy Angeli. The purpose of today's show is to discover our ICANN as an author. Our guest today is a best-selling author, and with his latest book release, Marcus the Vampire, Mark Retorto of Retorto Family Books will be sharing his most effective strategies to creating a great storyline. Mr. Mark! From New York, I am so excited to have you on my show, and you, you know, putting that out there, you're looking for someone to cover um, your recent book. So let's yep. take a little, you know, just a detour into this this book that you have. What is the name of your book? Uh, well, my new book is called Marcus the Vampire. So it's written um, about a particular character that grows up during the time of World War II. Mm-hmm. Um, he just happens to be uh, of gypsy descent. So what a lot of people don't know is that a particular ethnic group was persecuted along with uh, people of um, Jewish descent at the same time. Um, so when I was doing the research for my book, I did a lot of, um, found out a lot of information as to what was going on at that particular time, like what particular groups of people or ethnicities that Hitler was prosecuting. And then I also knew that he did a lot of experiments. Um, so a lot of characters in my book, particularly the Nazi characters, obviously not the uh, vampire <laughs> or, or, uh, or real people like yeah. uh, Colonel Frederick. And um, he actually existed. He ran a couple of concentration camps oh, wow. and the uh, doctor, Dr. Death, as mm-hmm. he's known as, is also a real character in the book. I mean, in, um, during that time. And they, they would do a lot of experiments on people, trying to see, like, how they can, believe it or not, they were trying to figure out quicker ways to kill people. Oh, wow. Uh, they were also known to experiment with uh, steroids, with, you know, trying to produce uh, super athletes and super soldiers and stuff like that. Oh, wow. So I kind of, like, so when I was writing, I've always liked had that fascination with vampires, mm-hmm. you know, like with Vampire Diaries and uh, my, my, with I, I, I love Vampire Diaries. I like uh, Underworld series. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I wrote, was thinking about writing a book, I was like, hmm, I knew, I always had like a fascination with uh, vampires and I knew that obviously like uh, the Nazis were experimenting on people in a concentration camp. So I'm like, well, what would be a good storyline would be to have someone who's captured and gets experimented on because uh, they're trying to turn him into a super soldier. Yeah. Um, but they couldn't kill him because his grandmother, who happened to be a gypsy, uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, I wouldn't call it a curse. It's kind of like a spell on him. Right. That he would always be safe. So instead of him getting killed, he would be turned into a vampire. And then there's another character, um, the Colonel, uh-huh. <laughs> Frederick, who was his kind of his nemesis. He also gets turned into a vampire, but he, he, the difference is that Marcus was turned into a vampire by magic, whereas mm-hmm. Frederick was turned um, into a by a serum that the, the uh, Dr. Death had on supply from a previous vampire. Oh, wow. So Marcus is, has different abilities, like he can walk during the day, you know, he can't, so whereas the other, most vampires obviously can't walk around it and during the day. Right. And that's like the weaknesses. Um, and then there's a, another reason why I wrote the book is at the time um, I was I was injured and I was like going through a big change. I'm like, because people who know me, they know I'm like really into martial arts. Yeah. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, well, what's going to happen? Because I like my, my, I had like really bad arthritis in my foot and right. my elbows. And, wow. Uh, so I'm like, well, let me just take my mind off it and just pour my energies into the book. I already had written a previous book called The Vobalus Saga Begins. So I kind of knew like how to go about through the process and so forth. And yeah. also I, I've helped my um, daughter, Christina, and I published yes. several of her books. So I was kind of familiar with the process. It was just a matter of putting my thoughts on paper. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, well, I'm going through a change. Let me write about a guy who's going through a change. Oh, uh, wow. Change obviously is, is more significant. He's, you know, he's, he's in a concentration camp. Mm-hmm. He loses... Uh, some family members, and now he's only got one particular family member that left, which is his daughter, um, whose name is Christina Till. Ah, right. <laughs> right. Oh, wow. And um, so now he's tasked with trying to protect his daughter mm-hmm. from not only the Nazis, but also creatures of the what I call the dark world, mm-hmm. which consists of vampires, werewolves, and witches. Right. So story goes on like he escapes the concentration camp and he's met along the way is something happens to his daughter so he's trying to find his daughter again um and he meets another friend um who also just happened to be in a concentration camp but was in the camp before him and escaped but just happens to be a werewolf so they form a, a very strong bond because uh, the character by the name of eric happens to save his daughter so Mark is eternally grateful to him mm-hmm. uh, for saving his daughter. And then the story continues, and I'm trying to, uh, I haven't started the sequel yet. I kind of left it as a, oh. as a big cliffhanger because I yeah. wanted it to keep going. Yeah. I'm still, I've been slacking. I'm still working on the sequel for the Cabal, but mm-hmm. I'm trying to uh, continue the series because the first book will take place in the past in World right. War II. And then the next book, or the next one after that, will take place in the present, where uh-huh. he's now, you know, I don't want to give away too much, but now he's wakes up and he's in the uh, the new world, wow. 2020s, uh-huh. and he's trying to figure out like his daughter's alive, is she uh-huh. not alive? What happened to her? Right. And what's gonna happen is that I don't want to give away too much, but now 
he finds out he has a granddaughter. So now take place with that. Yeah. And then like all the characters find out now that he's back. All his nemesis like together that he's he made enemies with. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna be trying to save his daughter, I mean his granddaughter from all those people. So it's it's gonna be like a continuing story. Mm-hmm. I have I have everything written down in outline format. It's just me of uh actually putting it down to words. I've been right. kind of <laughs> oh. <laughs> but uh yeah, you know, cause it t- takes a lot. Like you gotta like, you know, come up with the the whole outline and put your thoughts down. And I don't do this full time. So I, okay. I do this you know, I got a full time job. Okay. Kids. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, boy. Well, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, girls, yeah so so how do you, um, when you get ready to write, and I want to first go back to the whole storyline in itself, like the, the setting. And why did you choose, like, the Nazis and the, the I saw Hitler and I saw um, just the World War II. What made you, you know, pick that specific setting? Well, I figured it's uh, it was a significant time in American, well, not American history, world history. Yeah. World War II. Um, so I like that aspect. I, I also chose the character to be Gypsy. Right. And I also found out that Hitler persecuted people. Well, we call them Gypsies. They, they refer to themselves as Romanis. Okay. They were persecuted. Mm-hmm. And I like the fact that that particular ethnic group is also typecast in other occult films like mm-hmm. Wolfman, Werewolf, uh, with Jack Nicholson, the mm-hmm. character gets cursed. Yes. And becomes a, a, a werewolf, but the movie's called Wolfman. Uh-huh. And they always in uh, vampire movies. And okay. So, and the area is not, the Romanians, where they came from, is not that far from Transylvania. So yeah. it, it all, it all kind of gelled. Mm-hmm. So that that's how I came up with it. I was like, uh-huh. wow, you know, significant time in history. Right. right. They're known for conducting experiments. Exactly. Known for killing a particular uh, ethnicity of people. Right. You know, that are also associated with vampires and werewolves. So I'm like, oh, wow, this is great. Oh, wow, <laughs> it is. I, yeah. When I was in New York, I saw um, where they actually had the, um, I, I don't want to say a shrine, but this, um, museum or for for the Jews for that the Holocaust, uh, yeah. the Holocaust yes so I wonder I'm wondering now since you're mentioning about the gypsies and this is something that I didn't know about and I'm pretty sure that other listeners you know may not know of so this is some very good information now it makes me want to go and dig into it even even more yeah um, I wonder if they have it. something like that for the for gypsies you know like like what you hear so far? Make sure you represent with our rebranded t-shirt line, christyangelique.bigcartel.com. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now, back to the show. No, not that I'm aware of. I, really? uh, in the book, um, I do mention, I forget the, the state that it's in. Um, the book opens up with a scene with the granddaughter mm-hmm. okay. going to a Holocaust museum and then 
I hope I'm not giving out too okay, much. No. But okay, no. Okay. She ends up meeting the guy in the museum that just turns out to be a grandfather. Like, wow. don't, don't ever, okay. everything will come out in the other books. But in book one, uh-huh. I do mention the, uh, I just can't think of what the state is. The Holocaust Museum, she's going to visit the Holocaust Museum. Yeah. And then she meets the older gentleman. Mm-hmm. And then it goes on from there. Like, then he starts reminiscing about the war. And then he tells the story about how life was back then and how he became a vampire. But during my research, I think there were like a million um, gypsies killed. I'm not mistaken. Oh, dang. Yeah. And I've never I don't know heard I mean, of this. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's always. I mean, obviously, Jews, I think there were significantly you know? people of Jewish descent, but. He, a million he, people yeah. is still like. Was was how you going to miss a whole different, a whole, you know, culture, yeah. a nation of people that were, you know, but we've only, you know, I, like I said, I've only heard about Jews. So this is very yeah. interesting. And yeah. So the website the I found, they were like, they, they, they call it, the Romani people call it their Holocaust. Okay. So I forget the name. It was like some, I just like Googled it. You know, I'm like, hey, gypsies, let me see, find, see if there's any connections to Nazis and right. blah, blah, blah. And I found some website. And then um, what was also significant was that, um, which is sad, is that they also killed a lot of children oh. in those concentration camps. Right. Because their thought process was, if you're a young child, uh-huh. you're, you're useless to them. You can't work. You can't do anything. So would so this be? If you were a kid. Right. You were under the age of twelve. Usually, like within the first twenty-four hours, they they would uh oh. you know, execute you. Well, so I don't, I don't go into the gory details of it, but yeah. Ooh. So you mentioned that the vampire has a daughter. So yeah. now, with this information, is would this be one of the reasons why you you chose for the person that have a child? in this story because of, I'm just, I don't know, my thought, I don't, if I was writing this book, I would, oh, it, it would be something I would add into it, you know, because, oh, you know, now here's a child, like you said, you're trying to keep, he's trying to keep the child safe, but, yeah. you know, this is another factor that plays into yeah, the story, right. you know, yeah. like. Well, you try, when you write a story, you try to have, um, I forget what they call it. I think they also do it in drama too. There's when you you try to give the book like a purpose. Okay. Like what is the main character? What's the plot of story? What what is the main character going through? Mm-hmm. Right. So in this case, the character he's not only imprisoned in the camp, he loses his wife, and the only family member he's got left is well, that's close to him is his daughter. Right. And so me being a father, yeah. you know, fathers tend to be very overprotective of their daughters. So that's, uh-huh. I kind of like, you know, I, I try to, it's a little bit of me's in there. I mean, right. obviously other than the name, but like, you know, I got a daughter, he's got yeah. a daughter, you know. So I, I, you have to give the character some mean purpose and what, what, and then that the audience can identify and relate to. Mm-hmm. So in this case, it's, yes, it's Marcus, you know, yes, you're, you're relating to him of what he's going through, but it's also, you know, you're, you're seeing it through the eyes of a father. Like yeah. he's only got his daughter, yeah. you know, and then, and it goes on from there. It's uh, just, I just thought it was a really good storyline. You know, it is. It's um, a very good storyline. 
Yeah. It needs to be a I movie. Like <laughs> I will yeah. read it and I will watch the movie because <laughs> so I think that I'm adding that to your um your I can list. You can yeah. do a movie. <laughs> yeah. I've actually kind of looked into that with my first one. It's like a long process. You gotta like uh get a screenplay and you gotta get like a producer or whatever. It's like a it's a long, it's a long process. Then I thought of like maybe like self-producing like one of my daughter's books, but it's all based on time. Like there's only so many, so many hours in the day that I, you know, that I can do things. Exactly. So right now I'm just like sticking to, to the book and helping my daughter promote her book, which mm-hmm. is, she's got her own little book series called Invisible Girl Series. And she's got two books that are part right. of it. So she, she, it's kind of interesting. She takes her experiences as, as, a, as a child from the age of 11 when she wrote the book. Actually, okay. the first one was a 10. But growing up and what they go through. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, I mean, hers is a little bit more realistic, you mm-hmm. know, some parts. Yeah. You know, it's fictionalized, you know, it's relating to girls from her age, whereas mine is, this new one obviously is uh, some aspects of me, but obviously a lot of it's fantasized. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I, like <laughs> I think it's very cool. You know, I would definitely get the books and um, I saw the different books that you guys, your family has written. I'm like, yay, family, because of course, you know, what's your I can and purpose business and family learning how to include everyone in the process and not um, leaving anyone out. So I really like the idea that you guys have a family um of books and how yeah. does that work for you guys like when with my son um he's working on um developing a game and so oh, okay. with me That's not easy i've done a little of that too really to, yeah not for not to make money i was just teaching uh-huh. myself stuff some stuff yeah. but now because I, I work in the it field so at the end of the day my eyes are shot so i'm like i'm not doing that anymore like, <laughs> When I'm done with work, I can't look at a computer again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like pretty much like my daughter, uh, I have four, like I said, I got four daughters. Christina's the only one that's actually published the book. But my um, second oldest, Julia, she's working on a, she wrote a book. She didn't mm-hmm. like it. She trashed it. Now oh. she's focusing on kids' books. Okay. She likes, she likes to, uh, to draw and do that type of stuff more yes. than actually sitting down and writing a whole novel. Okay. So she's really good at uh, drawing. So she's focusing more on kid books. And then my uh, my youngest daughter, Samantha, who is, shit, I lost track how old they are. <laughs> uh, she's nine. Uh-huh. She's writing a book too. I, she hasn't let me look at it yet. But oh, really? Like, yeah, she's like, uh, I don't know how many. It, she just keeps typing. I'm just yeah. See the final product. But yeah, basically, you know, they write the books. I write my books, and then I pretty much handle the uh, publishing and okay. marketing of it. My daughter Christina hates anything to do with marketing. Really? She does. She's done podcasting interviews. She doesn't really. Uh huh. I don't know. Doesn't really do it for her. Yeah. So I just make sure I plug her in. Her. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you're the daddy, you're supposed yeah. to plug her in. Like, what kind of father <laughs> would like, um, and by the way, my daughter, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, she's she's very she's very talented. She's uh, got a very good imagination. Mm-hmm. So I'm just looking. You know, hopefully she continues to stick with it. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we even used the name family in our websites. You know, retortofamilybooks.com. Mm-hmm. I love you know, that. So, yeah, and we got a YouTube channel which has got like interesting book book uh, book trailers on there that I've okay. made. The one from the vampire book I liked. Oh, it's, it's, oh, okay. Oh, I'm gonna... <laughs> oh yeah, it's amazing. You know, it's, it's pretty cool. See, like, you hear my voice talking and uh-huh. trying to get the plot of the book. It's like a little short 30-second video mm-hmm. clip. And then you, you see the moon rise. You see mm-hmm. a wolf howling. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Awesome. Considering I used whatever videos I could get for free. You know, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I do everything on the sheet. And then, um, yeah, so we got we got the book trailers on there. And we got the website. And, then, you know, they're also available on Amazon and barnesandnoble.com. So, yeah. Oh, great. So, like, what would you say to those that are, you know, obviously you have a lot of experience in writing books. And um, what would you say? What kind of tips would you give? You've been giving tips along the way. But, like, what would you give to anybody who comes to ask you of writing books and where to start? And even in podcasting, what, what, what are some tips that you've learned, some strategies uh-huh. that you put into place that, you know? Oh, well, marketing is not easy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, unless, unless you have, unless you're planning to spend money for it, but if you're trying mm-hmm. to do it like the, especially for, um, books doing it the free free the only uh like you know like social media that's probably it but uh my tips would be if you got money to put into the marketing for your books that's the only real good thing about amazon within the Amazon website. So if someone goes to another book, your book will show up. Right. But, um, I mean, I don't, I would say if you have like some intuition that you're going to be like the next Stephen King, yeah. unless you end up being like Stephen King, uh-huh. it's, I wouldn't really be looking to make a lucrative career out of it. Um, but I think if like you should do it more because you enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, but my in terms of marketing, like I would say, start out with like your paperbacks. Put them at Barnes and Noble and Amazon. Your eBooks. Try to do their. You can select within a three month period to do their uh, exclusive program, which means people who have Kindle Unlimited can check out your books and don't have to buy it. They can read it for okay. free, but you get paid for every page they read, mm-hmm. just to get your name out there. Um, and then um, try to do the audio books. Try to get your books in as many different formats. I'm still trying to find a reader for my Marcus the Vampire book. I got my first book, The Cabal of the Saga Begins, which is an action thrill suspense novel. That's an audio book format. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, try, try to do Amazon. 
for your ebook exclusive for, for at least the first year. Mm -hmm. Then if you want to branch out to barnesandnoble.com, that's fine. Paperback, you can put anywhere, Barnes and Noble or, or uh, Amazon. But the ebook, I would try to stick with Amazon first because you can get into their lenders program and whoever has that Kindle Unlimited program or a Prime account can pick up the book and read it for free. Mm -hmm. um, social media, you gotta, if you're not into social media, you're not gonna make it. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's you need to have everything. Yeah. I mean, I only have like, I got a, I got a YouTube, a Twitter, uh -huh. an Instagram, and a Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, I've even thought of like doing Snapchat or some <laughs> other ones. It, it is hard to manage. Yes, there, are. there are tools out there that some are free, but they limit to how many times you post, like right? All that, but yeah, I guess it depends on how much. If you got the money, do it. If you don't, then you got to do everything yourself. You got to mm -hmm. post a few postings, you got to find free software and scheduling it. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so like, like for me, like for the, the author business, it's like Retorto Family Books, Facebook. My Instagram is Mark underscore Retorto. Mm -hmm. My Twitter is Mark BJJ Twitter, mm -hmm. which is the same thing for my podcast. Okay. The only difference, and I got a YouTube channel, Retorto Family Books YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. But like for those who are doing podcasting, um, I would suggest, I highly recommend Anchor because it's free and you don't okay. get yes. unlimited storage. Um, Whereas the popping you can do for, they have a free plan, but you're limited on storage. Like how many, like if you're, how many uh, episodes you put out, how much storage space. That's the one good thing I like about Anchor. Um, but you got to get into social media. I think now advertising a podcast, I think is a little easier. So you okay. focus on your, uh, what your uh, podcast is about. Like for me, it's, I'm very niched. My podcast is called Mark the Shark and Alicia. So I'm very niched. Uh, it's anything with martial arts. I, I interview a lot of MMA fighters. I post a lot of stuff in mixed mm -hmm. martial arts groups, trying to get MMA fighters on my show. Mm -hmm. uh, and then occasionally I chat with uh, my friends who are other martial artists right. about past Uf uh, mixed martial arts events like uh, the UFC or Bellator. So for me, that's very niched. So I, I, that's kind of like why I did it. So okay. I can um, pick different groups. I thought about about doing another one that would kind of be like the Mark, the Mark show or the Mark the Shark show. Yeah. Where I can like, I, I kind of like the idea of like helping entrepreneurs and musicians, like indie musicians and other indie authors uh, get their name brand out there. I just haven't really... Uh, the trigger so to speak i may or may not do that but yeah like but with my with my uh podcast uh depends on your time mm -hmm. i try to um i have a youtube i have a youtube channel mark the shark and show.com so i'm on there uh i think i got like 10 or 20 videos i don't have every single episode on there because i like to like when you're a podcast you make more money as people listen to your podcast which you right. done so what I do is I do my own, uh, this is advice for you or anybody else has a podcast. Mm -hmm. I put my ads for whatever affiliate leaks, whatever in my YouTube videos. Okay. And then I also have a, uh, 
a live streaming show that I do Saturdays, three o'clock. Sometimes it goes at four, but today, unfortunately. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's on Twitch. So if you go to twitch.tv slash Martha Shark MMA show, you can see uh, my videos there. They're only up there. You can only keep them up there for, I think, seven days. That's why okay. they, I also come on YouTube. But um, what's good about it is the live show. So if you happen to go on there and follow me and actually chat with me while I'm interviewing the MMA fighter. Oh, or, great. Uh, doing a uh, recap. But it's also cool is that I can I have the, the coding embedded on my website mm-hmm. so that people can go to my website, markthesharkmmashow.com, and they can watch show there if they want to click on the live now tab mm-hmm. and while they're there they can also shop and buy my hoodies my t-shirts oh you know, great look at you <laughs> so i added it all there so that i can get keep everybody on my website right yeah that's smart thinking <laughs> i do the same thing with the portal family books i don't uh-huh. have a youtube channel on there but we have portal family products there too like yeah bugs, t-shirts hoodies stuff for yeah. kids stuff uh-huh models. I got crop pops for ladies for my Mark the Shark MMA show. Oh, yeah. y'all it's hear like, that? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's just, I mean, you really got to be involved with social media. Mm-hmm. That That's the hard part, like, oh, like the posting. But if you had the money, you could probably buy like tools or hire someone to do it all for you. But I guess it depends on um, what what, you, what your finances are and what your goals are. You know, some people just do the podcast for some fun. I do it for fun. Yeah. I do have an aspiration of being the next Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> Come with it. <laughs> make, his, make his millions. Sit yeah. around bullshit with people. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's what he does, man. But it's all off advertising, dude. Exactly. It's all off advertising. Well, I mean, he's got that. I'm sure he gets paid. For, I think his show's on Sirius. Mm-hmm. Like, I watch his show on YouTube, but I think he's got a... Uh, his show with the ads right. are on Sirius. And yeah. that's where, so I'm sure they pay him. And then the podcast on iTunes, people probably pay him. Right. To, to advertise their uh, services on yeah. his podcast. But yeah, I mean, you you definitely got to like it. Um, if you, but if you're thinking, you know, you're going to get rich off it, nah, I mean, unless you put a lot of money in advertising, you get really right. good content. That's mm-hmm. the key. You have to have content. And then I know some people are busy out there, but uh, like you yourself, I don't know how often I try to put out an episode, podcast episode, at least a podcast episode, uh, every Friday or Sunday. Mm-hmm. Usually it's on a Sunday. Yeah. Like I'm consistent with it. Yeah. And um, with Twitch channel, I mean, YouTube, not so much, you know. Now I'm getting them. I have all these backlog of videos. So I'm uploading slowly. Wow. So I try to do that like every, I upload it and I schedule them to come up like every two weeks. Mm-hmm. I actually, I think it's this weekend or next weekend. Mm-hmm. I don't know when it's coming out. I got a full interview I did with Clifford Sparks. Like I split it up part one and then the second one, which is coming out, is the full one. He's the foot. Uh, UFC Bellator, really nice guy, tough guy. So he was on, he's been, so he's on my podcast and then on my YouTube. So through my show, um, particularly if it's like a business or whatever, or uh, an MMA fighter, they get a lot of exposure because they, 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 
they get on the podcast, which gets heard everywhere, just like yours, right? Uh-huh. Then Yay. if they did the show with me on Twitch, like if they're willing to do the live show with me, they, it goes there first instantaneously. You're, mm-hmm. you're, you're exposed. Um, then you go right from there to the podcast because I go to the podcast next. And then eventually you go on YouTube. Maybe like you know a little like a month later or something, but you're getting exposed multiple times. And then um, I'm also working on getting on Amazon. Go ahead. Okay. Watch my shows on Amazon Prime, but that's a little uh-huh. bit more work. You gotta edit the closed captions. There's like a file. It's it's kind of like I ha- I tried it and failed, so now I gotta re-edit the file. I just have to actually sit down, take a week, and go through it. But yeah, I'm looking to get my show uh, on Amazon Prime. So if you got the Amazon Prime, you can watch it. If not, you just got to pay a little fee to watch. Um, and most likely, the show may be different than when I previously showed. Right. So I like, you know, do like 10 episodes a season or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so try. I try to get my name out there. Everywhere. I think yeah. that's it. You just right. Gotta get you that's and then wherever podcast is or my video, I mentioned my books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. Shake the book. Like, hey. I get not only get to talk and about the sport I love, I get uh-huh. to promote my book. Uh-huh. So and then I got I started another YouTube Another thing, but with, it's not a podcast, it's just a uh, YouTube channel. Because uh, another thing I picked up when I was injured was playing uh, instruments like guitar and piano. So now I have my own okay. YouTube channel called the Rock and Remark channel. So yeah. Check that out too. Okay. I got ads for my books in there too. Uh huh. <laughs> a little quick 40 second ad, but it's in there. And then um, some people like they, I have, I've only done it a few times. Like, um, a lot of podcasters use Zoom. That's good. Sometimes I use that for my Twitch channel. Like, um, if I don't can't go live, they got crappy reception. Zoom is very good. The recording clarity is very good. But sometimes um, some people like to uh, multi-stream at the same time. Yes. Um, so you can use, uh, I think it's Lola TV, Lola.tv. But I haven't figured out a way where you can do an interview with like a guest, like me and you. Right. But if right. you're you're talking by yourself, you can go to Instagram and Facebook and YouTube all at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then um, there's another service called Restream, which I use a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's say for this, let's say you start your YouTube channel or your uh, Twitch channel. Mm-hmm. You're recording this. Yeah. You can. Re- it's free for uh, thirty minutes. So I usually try to limit my interviews to like 25 minutes because of that. So I can put my ads in. Right. Because you can use their service to schedule it uh-huh. automatically, like on a certain day. And you can restream to multiple channels or one channel. So I use that service a lot for my um, Twitch channel. Mm-hmm. And then if some sometimes people pay me to interview them, sometimes I may um, use a service like um, StreamYard. Or Lola TV. StreamYard's another one, but for free. But Lola, you get more exposure at the same time. You can get like Facebook, Twitch, um, Facebook, and Instagram, I think, all at the same time. Whereas 
StreamYard, you have to pay, but you can go to them just one-on-one. Mm-hmm. But what's good is you can give your whoever it is that's paying you to interview them or uh, if you're promoting a particular product on your podcast or whatever, you can hit multiple, multiple uh, avenues at the same time. Um, I haven't done that a lot. I haven't decided if I'm going to go there or not. Because right. um, I kind of like, you know, like, oh, it goes here and it goes there. Yeah. But then, you know, it is spaced out. Yeah. So maybe it's more convenient to go to uh, more than one place. I don't know. I haven't figured that out yet. But I mean, I mean, you might you might want to consider that, or any listeners who listen to this that got their own podcast, or they may want to consider it. Like, re- definitely look into uh, restream if you want to like restream a video that you already recorded through Zoom, mm-hmm. and you want to schedule ahead of time. I mean, you can only do one a week, but cares it's you don't have to worry about it and forget it yeah or if you want to uh go you can go live with it mm-hmm. as well okay to multiple places but you can't do what we're doing here right whereas the stream yard you can you can do interviews like me and you are okay it. yeah you can do that on you can use them for facebook youtube twitch and some other places really so that's something that i have not yeah. heard of restream so that's yeah and then there's another uh software called obs or oh, i think it's obs oh, oh let me check my computer uh-huh. it's called oh yeah obs studio okay obs studio allows you it's just for streaming live but you can restream existing videos so if my video is longer than 30 minutes like i said mm-hmm. restream io is their website limits you to f- for free the third has to be in the 30 minutes but if you're over you can use obs okay restream to youtube or you can use it with twitter wow periscope which is right oh i haven't <laughs> yeah so i tell you I, I, I go all over yeah so like you can even go to martha shark mma show you'll see some of my videos there were on my youtube you know like I did a, um, I had a, uh, when I was still doing jujitsu, I did uh, an in-house interview after jujitsu school. Okay. And we streamed live because he was with me. So right. Do what we're doing. Yeah. This was before the COVID virus. So uh-huh. I was out of school. It was after I worked out. And then we went live. We streamed right to Instagram. Uh, I think it was YouTube and some other place. We uh-huh. had it once. And so he got... I had something from my podcast. Oh, this is another thing. Repurpose your content. That's the beauty of like restream. So right now, if you're if you're a podcaster and you're doing uh, a live video, that Zoom breaks it up audio and video file. So now mm-hmm. you got your audio file for your podcast, and you got your video for YouTube, or you can use it through OBS to stream to Twitch, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Yeah. Facebook. So repurpose your content. Um, that's what I do. And I oh, try, that's I do good. Try to get it out. So like, oh, Mark's got, someone's following me on Facebook. Like, yeah. Oh, Mark Bouchard's got something new on Facebook. Right. But they may not go on Instagram. Mm-hmm. But if someone's on Instagram, they're following me like, oh, shoot. oh, there's he. He's on Instagram. Boy. Exactly. Or they go to my, if they're a regular, they go to my Twitch channel, like, oh, he's on mm-hmm. Twitch, you know? So you got to, 
it all depends on what your goals are. Okay, you know? right. Like me, I'm still, I know I'm still small, mm -hmm. but something happens, you know, something happens, you know, I, I do make some coin doing what uh -huh. I do, but not a mm -hmm. lot, obviously, but the more I grow, more audience grows, mm -hmm. you know, more, you know, but it only happens through exposure. Exactly. Thing, uh, for an author with their book, you got to get your name out there, social media, right. podcast. Still trying. I still haven't got myself on TV yet. That I have to work on that. I'm slacking on that. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna happen. <laughs> you have so many um, outlets that you're using, and all what you have been saying is very good information because some of this stuff I did not know myself. So I'm gonna be able to use, you know, more than just. Well, I'm I'm with like four different social media, but the um repurposing these different um softwares that you can use as well so that oh, was very good tip for you. Uh -huh. if if you guys got social media i mean not social media if you guys got an instagram account mm -hmm. right it's linked to your facebook account exactly twitter account so you can do one posting sometimes i do that going uh -huh. means like i have a picture to post yeah it's kind of like the annoying thing so I try to use the same picture over and over, but you can do one posting at three different places at the same time. You can post. You can also do Tumblr, but I don't have a Tumblr. That that was the other uh, social media thing. I'm not too familiar with them, but I know right. I see that option. So if you have an Instagram account, you can post for free to Twitch. I mean to uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So that saves time. So that's mm -hmm. the other thing. You got to budget your time. Yeah, I know exactly. some, You know, as a podcaster or person who's doing a book you find out that you spend more time marketing than what you did to make the book or to make mm -hmm. the podcast you know right so. awesome well i really appreciate your time and everything that you have brought to the show it's very valuable i really thank you and yep. i'm i'm looking to have you again on the show because i'm, I'm having like so many more uh, thoughts yeah. and and bring me back that we can take on this conversation. So most definitely. So yeah. um, again, you guys make sure you um, plug into his um, podcast and so other social media sites, get his book is on Amazon. Marcus, the vampire, the dark world chronicles. I'm very interested in that myself. So I will be purchasing a book for myself and my children. Um, so we're going to be reading that and I'm going to leave a review. So you guys, I'm going to do a book review. I normally do um, a book review on, on YouTube. So I will leave a book review and tag you in it so you can hear what I have to say about your book. Because just the you, you telling about the story and me reading the, um, the outline itself, um, it, it captured my attention. So I'm like, why did he choose this? Why did he want to, you know? So all of that itself made me want to read the book and purchase the book so yeah. i will be doing that okay so um thank you again so much for joining me in this um what's your i can realizing your i can and purpose business and family thanks for joining us this week on what's your i can make sure to visit our website anchor.fm forward slash christy dash angelique where you can listen on, support, and message us so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, 
If you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on whatever you are listening to the show or if you simply tell a friend about the show. That will help us out too. Christy Angelique is available for speaking as well as private coaching. Remember, what's your I can? Realize your